Do you know yourself as well as you think you do? Let's take a deep dive today into the concept of self-awareness and how it can unlock your true power to mastery. Welcome to The Flow with Joe. I am your host, Joe, and I'm ready to dive into this flow, baby. How are you all doing today? Type it in the comments, leave a review, let me know what you think of this episode. I am, first of all, so grateful that you all are here and let's find self-awareness. Use my trusty dictionary. Well, it's my daughter's dictionary. But self-awareness is an awareness of one's own personality or individuality. Now, I had to pull out the dictionary (laughs) because... For people who need it broken down in layman's terms, right? So, yeah. (laughs) But that's okay because I often need things broken down into layman's terms. So it's totally fine. But so now that we have defined self-awareness and we know that it's truly just being aware of our own personality and our own self, but let's not confuse it with being self-conscious, self-awareness, self-conscious, two different things. We can get into that in another episode, but why is self-awareness so important? My favorite author in his book called Mastery, and his name is Robert Greene, This is what he says, and I'm going to read it because I don't want to get the quote wrong. But if you allow yourself to learn who you really are by paying attention to that voice and force within you, then you can become what you were fated to become, an individual, a master, a master of self. And so that's why this is important. And stepping into that, I want to step into a story that I have when I first became self-aware. And it probably wasn't when I first became self-aware, but it's the first one that I can remember where I started to make significant changes. So... I am 21 years old, thriving, having a great time in life. I'm playing for the Lingerie Football League. I've been featured in Jet Magazine all during this time. But yet, I was sticking to this negative behavior, which was drinking alcohol until I was blackout drunk. Right. I don't know if any of you ever experienced that. Let me know, because in these podcast episodes, you're going to get to know me and I would like to get to know you. And the best way to get to know you is if you communicate with me, you can communicate with me on socials, which I have linked in the description below. And you can also communicate with me through email, 
or through the comments section or through reviews. I will greatly appreciate it because it lets me know what type of content to provide to you. So I was getting blacked out drunk and things were happening when I was getting blackout drunk. And so I experienced something that we all do when we become self-aware. Sometimes people can go and not be self-aware of this. They don't think it's an issue. They think this is how life is. I saw people do it, so I'm going to do it. But you can choose how you want to operate your own life. You just have to be aware that the choice is yours. So I didn't like these horrible things that were happening to me when I was getting blackout drunk. And I kept going back to myself. Why is this happening? Why is this happening? Why is this happening? And I was like self-loathing in it until a friend said to me one day, he gave me some self-criticism and I took that criticism and I said, okay, now what can I do with this? He gave me a suggestion. He suggested therapy. Go deal with what is causing you to have these negative behaviors, to display these negative behaviors. And I had a lot to deal with, honey. Let me tell you, <laughs> I had a lot to deal with. Shoot. But anyways, <laughs> I went to therapy 21 years old and I dealt with it. And I went for a year, twice a week. And I learned so many things about myself there. And I put action to the tips that I was giving. I put action to the homework that I was giving. And I no longer drink. I'll have a social drink every now and again. But I've learned to set that boundary. I know what alcohol to drink, what alcohol not to drink. So I just kind of stick to one drink and, and I'm good. I can have a great time. And then if it's time to go, hey, because it's getting a little too cray-cray, then it's time to go. So instead of me staying in that zone of why, I moved it to what? Because it's already happened. So I can't keep saying why, 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 why? Because I've been there. Now, what do I do about it? Do I want to stay there? Do I want to continue to be this person? Well, hell no, I don't. <laughs> so <laughs> I did something about it. And with that, I want to share a tip that has also proven this, this same strategy that I use. It's also backed up in research. And this research is given by Dr. Tasha Urich. I hope I pronounced her name right, Doc. I'm sorry if I didn't. I apologize. But, and also to this research and this study, I put the link in the description below because I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But I do want to address some of the important parts and the tip that Doc shares in this research and in this article that she written that was published in the Harvard Business Review. And so they did a study on self-awareness and how to cultivate it, right? 
and they did 10 separate investigations um, with nearly 5,000 participants. And what they found was that even though most people believe they are self-aware, well, guys, this is going to be a bomber. Self-awareness is truly a rare quality. We estimate that only 10 to 15% of people we studied actually fit the criteria. What? And what they also found in this study was that there are two types of self-awareness. Internal self-awareness, which represents how clearly we see our own values, passions, aspirations, um, how we fit into our, to our environment, um, and also your reaction to thoughts, feelings, emotions, behaviors, strengths, weaknesses. And they found that internal self-awareness is associated with higher job, relationship satisfaction, personal and social control, and happiness. Right. And then the second category is external self-awareness, how people view us. So people know people who know how others see them are more skilled at showing empathy and taking others perspectives. Right. See the similarities in that in, in the story I gave. But what they also came up with with what were um, four self-awareness archetypes. So. And they have this two by two map. Also, it's very interesting. So if you're really into this um, with your self-aware buddy, me, as I am, click the link in the description below and go read this article and deep dive into this study. It's very interesting. So one of the self-awareness archetypes are introspectors. They're clear on who they are, but don't challenge their own views or search for blind spots by getting feedback from others. This can harm their relationship and limit their success. Second one, number two, aware. They know who they are, what they want to accomplish and seek out and value others' opinions. This is where leaders begin to fully realize that true benefits of self-awareness. Seekers. They don't know yet who they are, what they stand for, or how their teams or others around them see them. As a result, they might feel stuck or feel frustrated with their performance and relationships. And then we have number four, the pleasers. They can be so focused on appearing a certain way to others that they could be overlooking what matters to them. Over time, they tend to make choices that aren't in service of their own success and fulfillment. Wow. So where do you fit within those four ar archetypes? Like type it in the comments. I would really love to know. And you know that I'll know that, you know, you're, you're digging the content and it's working and it's helping because I just want to help one person if I can, this podcast me anything, right? So people who seek frequent frequent critical feedback become more self-aware in the process 
and come to be seen as more effective by others. And the external self-awareness did so by seeking feedback from loving critics. So people that you love. Um, after my first episode that I aired, I sent it to people who I knew were my yes people and then people who I knew would give me critical, loving feedback. Feedback for me to be a better version of myself to deliver the next episode even better and to continue to do so for all of you all who are watching and listening in who I'm greatly appreciative of. Okay, but then there's a problem with introspective. And the problem is most people are doing it incorrectly and they do it incorrectly by doing what I did at first when I was first going into my self-awareness journey that I can remember back. I have memory issues. So, but as far as I can remember back, right, which was a story we just spoke of. And that is why we ask, why is this happening and trying to understand the emotion of why I did that, why I said this. And instead, we simply do not have access to many unconscious thoughts, feelings, or motives that we are searching for. So this is why it's incorrectly and ineffective. It's very ineffective. So please don't get stuck in the why. Ask the what. Don't ask the why. Ask the what. Because the why has already happened. But the what can keep you progressing forward to being the better person that you wish and choose to be because you have that choice. So again, you say future focused, you say empowered. Um, and also she concludes in her study that those who focus on both, because a lot of the participants did not have both, but those who focus on internal and external self-awareness, who seek honest feedback from loving critics, ask what instead of why, they can learn from themselves to see themselves more clearly and reap many rewards that increased self-knowledge delivers. There's always more to learn. That's one of the things that make the journey of self-awareness so exciting. And that was the research from Dr. Tasha Urich or Urich. <laughs> Again, Doc, I'm sorry if I pronounce that wrong. If you ever hear this podcast, I apologize. But incredible research that you and your team delivered. So again, the link is in the description to the Harvard Business Review um, article by Dr. Tasha. All right. Now on to our next topic, which is how to reform your relationships, to have better relationships, to communicate better in relationships, to understand yourself better in relationships, to understand the person that you're in the relationship with, no matter the type of relationship. But once you become self-aware, you can understand yourself better and therefore you understand them better. You can show them empathy and knowing them better. So another story I have 
This one, I'm going to be vulnerable here because I was ashamed of my behavior. So I'm going through a very difficult time in my life, right? But I'm choosing to keep moving forward. I'm self-aware of what I'm going through and the decisions that I have to make. But sometimes we can still get wrapped in the emotions and then an outburst happens, right? If you know what I mean, type something in the chat. An outburst happens. And I had an outburst a couple of weeks ago. But my daughter and I, I'm going to call her Sonic Girl Boom because that's the name of her podcast. And she wishes to remain anonymous. And, you know, I respect that. But so I had an outburst with her. It had nothing to do with her. I was projecting onto her what I was going through, what I am still currently going through, right? She doesn't deserve it. I was speaking to her in a condescending tone in which I do not like because I do not like people to speak to me in a condescending tone, which guess what? When I dove a little bit into that why, I found out it was from childhood. So... And I'm sure everybody can relate to something popping out in them in their parenting style that happened to them when they were a child. And then somehow it pops up into your reality of parenting. Right. And you say it'll never happen. But hey, we're human. Sometimes it does. And that's okay. But be self-aware of it. So after that happened. I went to my room, took a couple of deep breaths, and instead of saying why, I already knew why. I was projecting what I'm going through onto my beautiful child who didn't deserve it. So I started think, to think about what. What can I do to make this better? What can I do to show her that I am human? What can I do to get her to understand none of that, what I said, was her fault? And I did that. I had the conversation after a little time to myself to think about what I could do to improve that. Right? And she forgave me. And she understood. So sometimes when we're parenting, it's good to be self-aware to know and to communicate that, to build better relationships with our children. It's never too, le too late. So if there's something right now that you are becoming self-aware of from my story, it's not too late to go back and apologize for it, talk to your child about it, even as an adult. It's not too late. If your child is an adult, it's not too late. They would greatly appreciate it and it will improve your relationship. And that child will most likely, you will build trust with that child. You'll be the safe space for that child. And shit, she'll know, the child will know that you're not superhuman and that mistakes are okay. 
Because we're all still like babies. We're going to fall and fall and fall and fall and fall. But eventually, we got to get back up. And we got to get back up. And we got to get back up. So why not you show your child how to get back up? Ooh. I got to re- recalculate after that one. <laughs> and just so that those things don't happen again. And if it does happen again, do repeat the same steps. Take some time away. Breathe, calm yourself down, and think, what can I do to make this better? So, could I have said why? Yes, and like I said, I did say why, briefly. Just like you will say why, briefly. But the thing is, don't stay there. Don't stay there. It, it, the why is in the past. It already happened. So we need to ask what and step into the future. As be, become vulnerable. Step into your power by saying, what can I do? Because the why essentially does not matter. And step into your mastery of yourself you'll begin to reap so many benefits. And let's talk about them because I'm excited. You'll begin to reap benefits of joy, happiness, confidence, better decision-making, and better relationships, all from being self-aware. Self-awareness comes with so many more benefits than that. And in this podcast, since I am your number one self-awareness buddy, we will get to talk about them. but. One more thing before we get up out of this thing. And the conclusion here is that wisdom is mentioned 222 times in the Hebrew Bible. Wisdom is one of the highest regard, highest regarded virtues um, by the Israelites, among the Israelites, along with kindness and uh, justice. Continue to become wise in yourself. It's what God put us here for. In the book of life, it's mentioned 222 times. So in each moment where you're learning, what can I do to get better? And that one essential step to step into self-awareness. You're worth it. Be wise. Be formless. Be shapeless. Be like water, guys. I'm Joe. And until next Monday, everybody, in the words of my grandmother, toodles, poodles. <laughs>